Someone told me recently they were at a uh, su'uda on Shabbos by someone's house and they were seated in between two women and they, they didn't know what to do. Being seated in between two women, isn't that a halachic problem to be in between two women? So I noticed that uh, Rabbi Ari Wasserman in the Sefer Agyone Aparsha has an entire chapter on this Indian of being seated or of walking in between two women. Where does this Indian come from? Is it something that people are supposed to be mocked about, not supposed to be mocked about? So the truth is, the issue, you know, at Shabbos tables or at weddings or people try to set it up where it's husband, wife, wife, husband, husband, right, you know, where, uh, where you're always between uh, uh, your spouse, so let's say if you're a man, you're between your wife and uh, another guy, that's just for conversational purposes, that's, you know, that's a practical benefit of being able to, to have people to talk to, uh, but is there any halachic issue with being between, let's say you're on an airplane or something like that, and you're seated, uh, forget about the whole tumult of being uh, seated next to one woman and uh, next to a woman, and uh, sometimes the tumult that people raise about that, but what about be to be between two women? Is there some specific issue about being between two women? So there are two Gemaras in Shas that talk about this Indian of not going between two women. One is the Gemara Psachim Daf Kuf The Gemara tells us, There are three things that you're not supposed to go in between, nor are they supposed to go in between you and your friend. And they are Hakelev, Vahadekel, Vahaisha. A dog, a palm tree, and a woman. So you're not supposed to walk between two palm trees, you're not supposed to walk between two dogs, you're not supposed to walk between two women, nor should you have a palm tree walk between you and your friend, a, uh, d- that was a joke, uh, a, a dog walk between uh, you and your friend, or a woman walk between you and your friend. And the Gemara says, so, and if it happens, then Maita can't, and then the Gemara says, and some say Afa Chazir, some say Afa Nachash, that a pig and a snake are the same, Maita can't, if it happens, how do you fix the problem? So the Gemara suggests a series of psukim to recite that Rav Papa says niftach bekel v'nafsik bekel you say a psukim that begins with kel and ends with kel inami niftach below v'nafsik below and somehow that will solve the problem then the Gemara says and if the woman is mitchilas nidasa it's at the time of the beginning of her needles, and she walks between two men, then one of those men is going to die. And if it's Sof Nidasa, the end of her period of her needles, then those two men will get into a terrible fight. And the Gemara adds that two women on two sides of the road, if you, uh, if you see two women on two sides of the road, as you're walking down the road, uh, they're probably doing Kishuf. So if you have to walk between them, you should grab your friend's hand and walk between them, rather than just continue to mosey along your way. That is the Gemara M'sach and Daf The other Gemara is the Gemara where the Gemara tells us that there are ten things that, are, uh, that, that cause us to forget our learning and on the list of ten things is someone who walks between two women and if a woman walks between two men in fact the says that if this is true that it causes you to forget your learning that it's probably a violation of the that one is not supposed to tried to be Mason Milavava to remove his learning from his heart, to actively try to forget his learning. So if you do anything that Bederich Sgula will cause you to forget your learning, it's a violation of Pentishkach of, uh, of, of forgetting your learning. Uh, and that's Rabbi Yisuf Chaim Zanfeld in Shuvah Salmas Chaim, in Yonim Shonim Simtsadi, says the same thing. However, Ravadi Yosef proves from Sefer Chasidim, Ravadi Yosef in Yabiyo Merchel Vez Yardesh Simchas, points out from Sefer Chasidim that that's not the case, that it's not a violation of uh, 
removing Torah from your heart, that's when you actively try to forget something. When you do something, that's not called that you're forgetting and learning. Those are the Gemaras in Shas about this idea of walking between two women. What are the differences between the Gemaras? So the Marsha in Horios over there says, one difference might be with regard to Sakana, there's a way to protect yourself. I mean, the Gemara Pesachim spoke about some sort of danger involved, not just forgetting and learning, but a danger, but then it suggested how to protect yourself by saying a series of Pesukim. Whereas in Horios, where it just spoke about how it's going to cause you to forget your learning, didn't give any way to protect yourself, so it must be that there's no way to protect yourself. Rav Chaim Zonenfeld, in the same tshuva in Simonai and Dalid, uh, assumes that the Pesukim protect from forgetting learning as well. That if they protect from Sakana, then of course they would protect from forgetting learning as well, and he thinks that it's a misreading of the Marsha to suggest that the Marsha says otherwise, where the Marsha just means that the other nine things on the list of things that cause you to forget your learning cannot be rectified by saying Pesukim, but this one certainly can. Another Nafkimino, Rav Chaim Zonenfeld writes in Salmas Chaim of there in Sun Pei Gimel, that the Sakan of Mesechus Pesachim is only if you're out in the street, but the school of Shech HaSatorah, that you can forget your learning, is even if you are indoors, even if you're inside. Problem the, the, that, that, that someone asked of Yitzchak Chaim Zonenfeld is that the Gra writes in the Megillah that Esther invited Haman so, to the Suda with Achashverosh so that she could sit in between them and therefore cause them all sorts of problems and all sorts of Sakana. But if the issue of Sakana is only outdoors, how is that going to help? So Yitzchak Chaim Zonenfeld says, no, that's when it's Kavana Lahazik. If you have Kavana Lahazik, then it could apply even indoors, but normally it's only outdoors. So what are the reasons for this, uh, I don't know if you call it an Isser, but for this Indian of not walking between two women? What's the idea? So the simplest explanation, just based on the context of the Gemara and all the other examples that the Gemara gives, walking between palm trees and snakes and things like so the simplest explanation is that this relates to Kishof, that it relates to some sort of, uh, of concern of Kishof that they're going to be practicing, and that's what the Elia Rabbi writes in Simon Gimel Osir in the name of the Shla Kadosh. In fact, the Taratimima in Bamidbar Parach of Gimel Ha'aratas suggests that it causes forgetting learning because someone who's Osek Bekishuf, it's Metamteim Libo Torah, closes up his heart for being able to receive Torah. So he thinks it's all the, the, the Gemara and Horios also about the forgetting learning, it's all because of Kishuf. The other is simple, you know, uh, the other um, explanation that's, pre- that's very likely is uh, the Shulchanar Harav and Shmir's Govan Nefesh, writes that it's based on Ruach Ra'a. That there are some, there are all sorts of different halachas or inyanim that relate to Ruach Ra'a, and this is just one of them. Just like we have to wash the Tilis Yadayim with a Kli because of Ruach Ra'a, even though your hands could be perfectly clean, if you don't wash with a Kli, if you just wash with soap and water, but we wash with a Kli to be Mavir Ruach Ra'a, so there are certain things that are beyond our understanding that relate to some sort of metaphysical Ruach Ra'a, and this is one of them. In fact, Ben Yoyoda says that therefore it no longer applies nowadays because this is a Ruach Ra that relates to Shedim and Mazikin and the Sitra Achra and that's severely weakened nowadays and we don't have to worry about these things nowadays. A third suggestion which probably is most relatable to us but is least likely to actually be the Pshat in these Gemaras is uh, the Chidusha Rabbeinu Yadaya Panini and Mesachas Harios says that it's based on Hirur. A person is going to walk between two women he's going to be Mestakal he's going to gaze at the women it's going to cause Hirur a person's not supposed to uh, gaze at women and to have Yerurim by women. Again, that's the most practical in terms of access to women, in terms of what we can relate to, but it's unlikely that that's the Pshat in the Gemara, because why, why, how do you explain the snake and the palm tree and the pig? And the, you know, it's, it's unlikely that those relate to Yerurim. So very difficult to, to, understand, to assume that that would actually
should be Peshar in the Gemara. And there are many Nafkaminas, what the reason might be. For the most, most prominently, Bismanazeh, would we still have to be concerned about this? If it was about a Chashash Hirur, then certainly we would have to be concerned about this. If it's about Kishuf, so there aren't too many people practicing Kishuf nowadays, so then you wouldn't have to be concerned about it. If it's about Ruach Ra, then you could argue, because there are certain things about Ruach Ra that we're still Makhbit about nowadays, like I mentioned before in the Tilsi Dayim with a Kli, there are other things about Ruach Ra that we're not Makhbit at all about nowadays, like walking in the path of Anida, or something like that. There are things that, that we're not so Makhbit about relating to, uh, to Ruach Ra nowadays. So it's interesting to note that the Shulchan Aruch, the Rambam, the Tur, and the Shulchan Aruch all do not mention anything about this. They all say, they all do not say a word about walking between two women. However, later Poskim do mention it. The El Yaraba, Rabbi Kivegra on the side of the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kofman and Vav, the Shulchan Aruch Harav and Choshemishbat, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch in Simon Gimel, the Aruch HaShulchan in Simon Beis, all mention this Inyan, even though it's not mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch. When Rav Yisrael Chaim Zanfeld was asked, the fact that it's not mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, does that mean we don't have to worry about it? So in Simon Pei Zayin in Inanim Shonim in Salmas Chaim, he writes, Pshita She'enu Nidcheme Halacha. It's obvious that it still applies, that it has not been rejected from Halacha. Um, another nafkamina might be, not just whether it applies nowadays, but does it apply to family members? If it's about Hirhurim, so if it's uh, you're sitting between your two sisters, there's unlikely to be any Hirhurim. But if it's about Ruach Ra or something of that nature, so then there would be a concern of Ruach Ra. Rav Chaim Kanievsky in the Sefer She'ilas Rav, Chedekal of Parak Tazai, Nosvav, was asked uh, whether it applies by family members, and he says yes, it does apply. There's no enough community between family members and non-family members, probably because he assumed that it relates to Ruach Ra. At what age would it apply? If it's about Ruach Ra, it likely relates to Nida rather than just Stam women. Whereas if it's about Hirhurim, Lachor would only apply when a woman is at least a Basbiya or maybe uh, even when she reaches physical maturity. If it's about Kishuf, I don't know. I'm not sure how you would say it. So Chaim Kanievsky says he's not sure Yereshemayim Yizayim, that Yereshemayim should be careful even at a very young age. Rav Chaim Zanfeld says, no, no, it's only he gives Manaliras. It's only if she's old enough to become a Nida. Yashu says, a girl at the age of three, boy at the age of nine. That's when these hakpados begin, very similar to what Shulchan Aruch says about Hilchos Yichud. In uh, Ravel Yelapian's commentary on the Torah, Bereshis, on page Chavav, he quotes from the Saba Mikalim that he walked between two women because the schoolers of Chazal only apply in the exact circumstance that Chazal say, he said. And it says, Nashim, not so Besulos aren't included. He thinks so when Chazal uses the term Nashim, it doesn't mean Besulos. Any girl who's unmarried would not be included included in the, uh, the Yisr. Many other nafkaminas you could suggest. What about non-Jewish women? What if the women are very far apart, where you can't even see both of them at the same time because they're so far apart from each other? What about if you're taking a walk with your wife? So it's you on one side, your wife on the other side. So every person you pass by is going to be a problem for somebody. Meaning if, uh, if your wife is on the right and you're on the left, anytime you pass by a guy on the right, so then your wife is in between a guy and another guy. And every time you pass by a woman on the left, you're, the, the, you're going to be in between two women. So very, very difficult to, uh, to avoid in that situation. So yes, it's the only problem if the women on the sides are standing still. But if they're also walking, then it's not a problem. And that would help explain why you're allowed to walk down the streets in uh, any city. The Minchas uh, Yitzchak in Chelek Yud, Simen Samchas Ozbeis, says that the Gemara in Horia says Ha'over, that someone who's over Bein Shnei Nashim, which implies that if you're just sitting there, like you're sitting around the table, then there, then, then there would be no problem. And even though the Gemara in 
Chacham says, Ein mimatsin ve'in mismatsin, which makes it sound like you don't have to be walking for it to be a problem, it just sounds like you have to be in between. Rashi over there says, over. Rashi says that only if you're passing in between. So maybe there's no Ruach Ra created when you're just sitting still. And he explains based on that why the Gemara Mbab Metziah Pedal, it says Rabbi Yochanan would, sat, would sit by, I think Gemara says in Brachas also, Rabbi Yochanan would sit by the Sharei Tevila, and women would come out and he would want them to see him as they're coming out of the mikvah, and the Gemara discusses, wasn't he worried about his seeing them and Hirhurim, but the Gemara never discusses what about the fact that women will be walking right by him, and probably on both sides of him as well, so it could be when he's sitting that, that there's, no, there's no concern, that would also explain why he wasn't uh, worried about the Gemara Psachim, that says that a, woman, a man who encounters a woman when she's leaving Tvilas Mitzvah, Ruach he's going to have some sort of bad Ruach uh, attach itself to him. Maybe that doesn't apply when you're just sitting still. So nowadays it seems that there are some that are makbid about this. Certainly in Hasidish world, they're very makbid about this. And in uh, many Haredi circles, they're makbid about this as well. Uh, why are so many people who are otherwise Torah observant Jews? not makbid about this? So the simplest answer is because it's not in the Rambam, the Tur, or the Shulchan Aruch. And therefore, it must be assumed that, uh, that we're not makbid about these things, that the Ruach Ra doesn't apply. After all, it would be usher to, uh, to walk anywhere in Florida or California or anywhere that there are palm trees. If, the same, if, if you're going to take... Why should we take one halach of the Gemara, not the other one? The, the one uh, statement of the Gemara about the women, not the one about the palm trees. L'chora, it's, uh, it's all or nothing, and uh, people are not worried about the palm trees anymore. And Shulchanach doesn't even quote this as uh, Dvarim in, 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 uh, in Yeridea when he discusses the Dvarim of Mviyim Lidei Sakana. In Salmas Chaim, Rav Yeshachayim Zunfeld in Simon Pei says that maybe people rely on Rov Nashim not being Nidos even if uh, they're single and they didn't go to the mikveh yet. This Ruach Ra Inyan is only while they're actively bleeding. While they're actively bleeding as Nidos, so maybe people rely on the Rov that most of the time women are not, uh, not, not a Nida. And, and uh, the Sefer Tav Yoshua, Chelik Beis of Inyud Beis, writes that it's Shomer Psaim Hashem, that it's impossible to avoid, so therefore we're not makbid about it. Kodesh Baruch Hu watches over people who just live their lives normally, and you would never be able to leave your house, and that's uh, not, not to be expected of us, that we should never leave our house. So therefore, Shomer Psaim Hashem, Kodesh Baruch Hu, will, uh, will protect us from all sorts of spiritual damage, as long as we live our lives uh, with Tamantia Hashem El Kecha. One final uh, issue that's discussed, and what about a man being buried in between two women? So, uh, or let's say you find that a man already has been buried between two women. So, Poskim discuss: Can you move the kever? Can you dig him up and move him somewhere else? So, in the, the, it's a very serious matter to dig up a kever and to move the body to exhume a body in halacha. Shulchanach and Yardes in Shin Samach Gimel says that you're not allowed to exhume a body unless it's to move it to Kivrei Avos, to move the body to Eretz Yisrael, or for the, uh, if the person was only buried there temporarily and it was only meant to stay there temporarily, it was never meant to stay there. Now, uh, there's, there are two chuvas about moving a body of a man who was buried between two women. One is in the chuvas Imre Eish, Yerodeasim and Kufiud Zion. He says, well, you know, Chazal talk about halachas of burial. You're not supposed to bury a tzaddik next to a rasha. You're not supposed to bury two people who are enemies right next to each other. All sorts of these halachas. It never says anything about a man being buried between two women. Merle, it's not going to be an issue. It's not going to be a problem. 
problem. However, of Moshin Yodech Elakalvsim Reshma Malaf in Igros Moshe points out that uh, that he thinks that there's reasons that one should be allowed to exhume a body if it was accidentally placed between two women. He says, first of all, it's a widespread minag not to bury men between women, and therefore it would be a bizayon to the uh, to the mace if people walk through the cemetery they're going to see a woman, man, woman. They're going to think the guy did something wrong or the guy is being mocked or something. They're not going to realize it was a mistake. Second of all, he says, since they buried the guy there by mistake, it would have the same din as burial al tanai, where al tanai to move him later. So uh, because it's understood that he was going to have to be moved since it was a mistake to begin with. And third, he says, forget about the guy. What about the woman who's buried next to him? She didn't want to be buried next to a man. So uh, she she was when she was buried, she was zocha in the right to follow the normal burial protocols. So it's geneva from her to take away that right from her by putting a man next to her. So Moshe thought, astonishingly, that that would be enough of a reason to, to exhume a body. So again, this is one of those things that Chazal say, but it didn't, somehow didn't make it through the Rishonim and the, uh, the Shulchan Aruch for one reason or another. So there are those mandekapit kapdinan, there are those that are makpid about it, but many others are not so makpid about these things.